This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. If you'd like to help support the show, please visit patreon.com slash reposted. Thank you for stopping by. Well, the past year and a half, we've looked at articles and we've looked at quotes, but today I came across a podcast called Noble Blood that Nicole shared with me, and this particular episode was called The First and Last Emperor of America. It was about this guy who lived in San Francisco in the 19th century. He moved there during the gold rush, and uh, he decided one day to put a declaration in the newspaper that he is now the emperor of the United States, and uh, he kind of became a local celebrity. He seemed to have just been a poor guy who was very um, happy person who walked around the streets and uh, kind of became somewhat of a symbol of unity through the city. And uh, I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, I don't know what it would be like if America had an emperor, but uh, this guy sounded like a cool dude. It sort of sounds like these guys that I know that say you can't give yourself your own nickname you you should be able to just be like hey i'm gonna be called the wrench now so so why does he get to be the just self-decided uh yeah i mean i completely agree with what you're saying and probably if someone today made that declaration i'd uh, object to it as well but he i guess got away with it because i wasn't alive during that time one of the cool stories i thought about this whole thing is because people kind of thought Either he's a crazy person or he's a delicate genius. But like at one point he got arrested for being crazy and the police chief of San Francisco uh, released him. And then Emperor Norton granted an imperial pardon to the officer that uh, arrested him. So he was this kind of a character. I mean, people like Mark Twain wrote about him in their books. And uh, I don't know. It was just kind of a fun little a little ditty. You know, the thing about this story, which is interesting, is that if you just say something, sometimes it works out. Like, for instance, Donald Trump, right? The election was rigged. It was fake. A lot of third of the country believe that. But there is no factual evidence that that happened. Right there. So you say you're the emperor doesn't really mean anything unless people treat you as the emperor, which people did. He had no formal power. But in San Francisco, he was treated very deferentially. He had sort of like a fiefdom at his funeral. There was, you know, thousands of people there. So if you say something and people believe it, it becomes reality. Yeah. I mean, maybe Emperor Norton was the father of modern manifestation. Like there is something, I mean, not only on the scale of a nationwide election, but like I am going to run every single day. If you just say it every single day, you're more likely to do it than just thinking it. And so he put it out in the world that I'm going to be the emperor and people did treat him differently. So there is something to be said about just throwing it out into the world and being like, let's see what happens. Yeah. And I hate to use this analogy, but back to Donald Trump, like he's had multiple bankruptcies. He claims that he's the best businessman that's ever existed. If he says it enough and he fights these lawsuits enough. It really becomes his reality. People believe it. So it's kind of this idea. If you do say something enough and enough people believe you, then it becomes your reality. Yeah, I guess that's kind of also what, what is an actual reality. If I if I tell you something about me every day, like at what point does it become true? Is it uh, 
perceptions reality or something like that. I forget. There's some kind of saying that, uh, yeah, perceptions reality. Like it matters. Like if you look guilty, it does. If you, if you look guilty, like you murdered someone. If I come in and your hands covered in blood and you found the body, it looks like you're dead. The perception is you murdered them. Uh, that's not necessarily the the point of this uh, emperor of the United States, but perception is reality. You know, I kind of, I, I like this idea. I love this story. I've been to his bar in the Tenderloin. Fields, like Emperor Norton's bar. It's a great bar. It's a great Have you story. heard of him before this podcast? I had. I have a friend, uh, Todd, my buddy Todd, like loves Emperor Norton. And every once in a while, you see some guy dressed up in San Francisco as Emperor Norton. So he's kind of like a revered sort of character in San Francisco. But what he is essentially is a mascot. Like he made himself into a beloved mascot of san francisco which hey you know what they made a living at it yeah something i thought that was interesting listening to this as well is san francisco i feel like is a unique city in that they embrace mascots i mean he was someone that people walked around the streets and saw him and they would salute him or do whatever during my tenure in san francisco there was the san francisco twins these two women who lived in an upscale neighborhood of san francisco and they dressed exactly the same and I remember when I would see them on the street, it would be like a fun, exciting thing for me. And San Francisco has this weird ability to be a major city, but also feel like a small town. And maybe we need to uh, <clears throat> focus on maybe embracing local ce- celebrities more than we do. You know, the thing about this, though, is, you know, it's kind of a funny story. Guy declares himself emperor. But he is a psychotic, right? I mean, you, you, there's no, no, most normal people don't just declare themselves something, right? There's right. a break. He goes bankrupt. Famously, he bets all his money on rice and loses all his money in San Francisco, whatever year this is, and then just declares himself the emperor. Like most people that have this flip that could do that are psychotic. They're not like normal in the head. Right. And back then it was easier to kind of get away with that because you there was things that the society just didn't understand and you kind of throw up to divine intervention or whatever. I've been touched by God. So I'm the, the emperor. I think nowadays you would say, oh, let's let's talk to this uh, psychologist at the general hospital in San Francisco and uh, see what she says about that. And they're like, OK, you're clinically insane. And so let's get you some help. But he, I mean, for all intents and purposes, he lived in a homeless shelter. Like he was kind of bouncing around or just a single occupancy room or whatever. So again, I don't think this could manifest to the, the level it did in today's society, but I just thought it was, uh, he also took on like social issues because it was right before the civil war. He made this declaration and he would, would say things about the union army. And then um, people started actually because he would he would com- he would communicate with his subjects by issuing declarations in the newspaper. And after a while, people started putting declarations in the newspaper as him being like, come to uh, the House of Prime Rib. It's the best restaurant in San Francisco, says the emperor. And uh, he didn't actually say it. You know, this story is great if he plays the role of mascot. Right. I'm cute. I'm the emperor of San Francisco. But it could turn bad, right? If you believe something and manifest enough, there's all sorts of stories throughout the history of time, people saying they're touched by God. By the way, the other famous one is Jim Jones in San Francisco who built a temple and had everybody move to South America or wherever it was and killed themselves. So it's funny and it's a great story if it's a mascot. But if you really think you're touched by God and you kill all your followers, 
because you believe you're God, then it's not so cute anymore. Yeah, I guess it's also cute because it was 150 years ago. Yeah, or, or more than that. So it's like looking back on it. But yeah, I guess don't believe everything you uh, you read, <laughs> but uh, enjoy it nonetheless. Well, I believe in Emperor Norton. Check out the podcast Noble Blood. There's some really cool episodes. You uh, tell us what you think about Noble Blood. You can find us at Reposted Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. I'm Andrew for Larry. Thanks for stopping by.